Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, now, of course, um, it was a year ago, almost a year ago exactly, I think the anniversary was a few days ago, uh, that the Liberals won a majority government, prevailed in that, that election last year, ending almost 10 years of conservative rule. And certainly there were those who were not necessarily partisan liberals, but certainly wanted to see the conservatives defeated. Now, one of those groups is an outfit known as Lead Now. And, you know, they, they made no mistake about their efforts to, to try to, to sway the election or try to convince people to vote against the conservatives. This is a, an activist group. Certainly they champion a lot of environmental causes, uh, but they're a Vancouver-based nonprofit. So where are they getting their money from? And how much was spent to try to unseat the conservatives? And from there comes another question, I suppose. Uh, how effective was this campaign? Now, I know they'll probably want to boast about what they achieved. And maybe it's a, a great selling point to would-be donors say, hey, you know, we're, we're the ones that uh, ousted the conservatives doesn't necessarily make it so now we have reached out to to lead now to see if they want to comment uh, on this story that have not uh, heard back from them but there's a really interesting piece uh, up at uh, albertoilmagazine.com uh, with the headline the great green election machine and it takes a closer look at this uh, strategy to to defeat the conservatives next year who was involved how much money was involved and how successful was it? Joining us on the line is the author of the piece. Uh, Vivian Krauss joins us, Vancouver-based writer, also contributor to, to the National Post and Financial Post. Does a lot of work, a lot of research uh, into these uh, funding connections. Vivian, great to have you back with us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. Well, great to be back. Thanks for having me. All right. So let, let's try to sort all of this out. Now, Now, is explain what Lead Now is, first of all. Well, Lead Now is a nonprofit based in Vancouver, um, and they are active all across Canada. They have created a community of Canadians um, who share concerns, and they campaign on various issues. The main issues that they're campaigning on are stopping the pipelines that, of course, are vital for breaking the U.S. monopoly on our oil. They are also campaigning to change the way we vote for electoral reform. They're leading the charge on that. And um, they're also campaigning against the major trade deals. Um, they campaigned heavy against FIPA, and they're also campaigning against CETA, which, of course, as we know, is sort of on life support this week. So those are their main three issues at the moment, electoral reform, uh, stopping the pipelines, and stopping the international trade agreements that, of course, would be of economic benefit to Canada. So I I started looking into this group. Actually, goes back four or five years already, but it wasn't until just the very last few days of the last fall's uh, last fall's federal election 
that I uh, stumbled across a document that was their original business plan, actually a draft of it, um, create, you know, drawn up in 2010, and it called for $16 million over 10 years. And, of course, when I read that and I looked at what the group was, was doing, it just didn't all quite fit to me. It was very slick, very sophisticated. And, um, you know, here you had a group that was saying they were the, you know, thoroughly Canadian, a youth-led organization, uh, the brainchild of a, couple of a couple of university students. And that just didn't match with what I read uh, from them in this original business plan. So it got me wondering, well, who wrote the business plan and is there somebody else behind this? And, of course, I, I contacted them immediately. This is over a year ago that I first contacted Adam Shedletsky and asked him, um, you know, about who, who's funding you, where did you get your initial seed capital, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And um, he promised to get back to me, but he never did. So then I talked to the other co-founder, Jamie Bigar, and he, uh, we had an initial conversation, which I was, you know, quite encouraged by. I thought, yeah, he really will give, uh, give some straight answers and that'd be great. But that was eight or nine months ago. It was in the spring. And um, I've sent him, you know, them sent him over a dozen emails trying to get some straight answers about about their funding. So, in the absence of hearing from them, I have pieced together what I found online. And um, I guess one of the one of the most uh, interesting, and I would have to say, disappointing um, pieces that I found was the official annual report of a U.S. organization. It's called OPEN, the Online Progressive Engagement Network. And in it, the executive director, Ben Branzo, basically uh, takes credit for what he calls, and I quote, uh, contributing greatly or having greatly contributed to ousting the Harper government. So, and incidentally, in my research, I found photographs of Lead Now um, at meetings of this group in New York with the Rockefeller brothers, another photograph of them in, in Cambridge, England, and another photograph of them in Australia in January of this year, winning an award for helping to defeat the Conservative Party of Canada. So we, what we have here is a, is a group that, you know, claims to be thoroughly Canadian, um, but they are backed by a a sort of a digital concierge service, I don't know how else to describe it, based out of Oakland, California. So I think, you know, I've come up with a lot of questions. I've sent them to lead now. And I think they need to come forward with some answers. Um, why they've been so secretive about their involvement in this U.S. You know, network. As I said at the end of my piece, I think there's nothing wrong with a progressive Canadian organization being part of an international network. I see no problem with that. But given the the nature of the campaigns that they're running for electoral reform, against pipelines, and um, against international trade agreements, I think it's not too much to ask them to be out in the open about their uh, American connections. Well, it's interesting as well. There's a website for something called the Dogwood Initiative. One of their campaigns, they say, is to ban big money in politics. Um, so it's it's a little ironic, given what you've <laughs> uncovered. Um, 
So the, the Dogwood Initiative is is linked to, to Lead Now, and and you know this is part of this, and 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 they they bragged about it openly. They say they they played a role in in defeating a couple dozen conservative MPs last year. Yeah. Well, and you know what what concerns me is, I mean, they they both Lead Now, for instance, is 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 saying that they defeated twenty four conservative incumbents. Well, if that was really true, then they made the difference between the Liberal Party winning a majority versus a minority. But I think that's a stretch. I don't think that that the facts would support their claim that they actually defeated twenty four conservative incumbents. However, in one writing, for example. Um, they helped to defeat the conservative incumbent in, in, a, in a Winnipeg riding. And the guy lost by only 61 votes. This in a riding where Lead Now had staff, paid staff, uh, for months, if not, if not years, working in the riding. They had 130 volunteers. They were very active. So did they make a difference in an election that was, that came down to 61 votes? Maybe they did. So, I think, you know, this is an organization that's only five, six years old. So, you know, the issue isn't only what are they, what influence did they have in last fall's election, but where are they going to be in the next election? And that's why I think it's important for them to be honest and uh, forthcoming, to be transparent about their involvement with this international um, organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as you say, I mean, if if groups in Canada want to band together and if they've got a common cause to defeat a certain party, then then that's fine. And even if if groups in Canada want to make common cause with similar groups internationally, there, there's there's no issue there, as you say. But in terms then of of tracking this funding, um, how much money then is is coming into Canada? Well, um, it's a little hard to tell. The I could only find one donor to uh to lead now and it's a very low profile uh little nonprofit um called the Sisu uh Institute Society and they've had some four and a half million dollars over the last five years. Um they wouldn't answer any questions about who got the money. But one one document that I came across was actually a covering letter on the payment from the Tides Foundation and it showed very clearly that this organization, the Sisu Institute was funded to then forward the money to lead now. So I've asked them, okay, so, you know, is this organization Canadianizing money from the Tides Foundation? Um, you know, when, when you tell Elections Canada that your money is from a Canadian source, well, how far back does that go? You know, are you, who, how much came from CSU and how much came from, from other groups? Now, they have said um, that they have um, some 2,000 donors um, they, they, they said this in a, in, a, in a media report by the Georgia Strait just before last fall's election. And I found another, uh, another document where a public relations firm that's basically created with money from Joel Solomon, who, of course, is the chairman of the board, was for many years, of the Tides Foundation. So what we have is a, is a Tides-backed PR company that did the work for Lead Now to create a donor base of some 1,800 donors which is equivalent to 90% of the donors that they had in the run-up to the election. So even if those donors are Canadian, which I don't doubt that they are, how did they get them? And that's just one company. I found 18 companies that have provided services to lead now, uh, including the development of their brand, their logo, a Washington, D.C.-based company that helped them in their 2011 
uh, federal election campaign promoting it on Twitter. Um, that Washington, D.C.-based company has done other work for, for Lead Now as well. So where are they getting the money for, for all of these type of, of big projects? And how much of it is coming indirectly um, from the states? Right. And I mean, some of these American groups have not hidden the fact that they are attempting to prevent or thwart, as you say, uh, Canadian oil exports, that they're very much focused on what they call the tar sands. And so there are groups in the United States uh, who are very openly supporting that cause. And there are Canadian groups very much supporting that cause. So maybe it's no surprise then that that we see cooperation and, and overlap. Well, I can find not one single organization that is systematically opposed to the pipelines that isn't getting funding from via the Tides Foundation or the New Venture Fund in Washington, D.C. Not one. There are, you know, of course, individuals, um, they're not paid. They're Canadians just like you and me, Rob. But the big organizations that are behind them, that are organizing the protests, organizing the petitions, um, those organizations are funded. They have they have paid paid organizers. So I guess you know, Rob, this, this what if I could say one thing? I don't know how much time we've got here, but you know, I've put together a list of questions for Lead Now and their American backers, and most of these questions are still unanswered. I did this as a member of the public. I'm not funded by anybody. Um, but I think these are important questions, and unfortunately, with the state of investigative journalism being as it is, newsrooms just don't uh, have the resources, most of them, to delve into this kind of a, of a deep, you know, sort of a dig. It took me months to put this work together. So what I'm hoping is that I've done some of the grunt work, some of the desk work, that now one of the big, you know, media um, organizations, our public broadcaster, uh, for starters, would, would take a look in, at this and get some answers to what I think are, are legitimate questions. What's the most important question you think Lead Now needs to answer? Why have they been so secretive? Why have they been jetting off to meeting us with the Rockefeller brothers in New York, going to Australia, winning an award for defeating the Harper government? Why have they gone to, to London, to Cambridge, England, where they you know, had a meeting that had election tactics on the agenda? Why not one single tweet about that? Why can't I find one single mention about their involvement with this U.S. organization? Why the need for such secrecy if there's nothing to hide? But, and we should clarify, I mean, and, and from what you're seeing and, and the money trail you're following, do, do you see anything that's potentially illegal here? Well, it certainly is disingenuous. Uh, I would say unethical to pretend that you're thoroughly Canadian, that you're youth-led, that you're the brainchild of two university students, when in fact, from the get-go, you've been backed by a U.S. organization. And, you know, the, the guy who's been the executive director here from the get-go, his name is Ben Branzel. He, he's been running campaigns for President Barack Obama. Before that, he ran John Edwards' le, uh, leadership campaign to become the Democrat candidate for the presidency of the United States. This guy is super um, t top, top drawer in what he does, uh, online organizing. He came to Canada in 2011. At the time, his job was he was director of, and I quote, strategic incubation. 
for uh, an American organization. He came and worked with Lead Now, tweeted about planting tomatoes with them and staying at a farmhouse near Toronto. So obviously he's been involved with them from the get-go. And my question is, was Lead Now a project under his strategic incubation program? You know, it looks to me, in fact, it's quite interesting. If you read their original proposal from 2010, they state very clearly that they, they say, you know, stringent election laws for, you know, restrict the amount that we can do as a third-party advertiser. And they basically say, so we're going to get around that by creating what they call raw grassroots power, which is exactly what they did. So, you know, I don't doubt that by the time five years had passed, they had got together this, you know, group of 2,000 donors. So, yeah, they can they can honestly probably say to Elections Canada, that yeah, we got this money from Canadian donors, but who helped them get set up and get to the point where they could do that? And now they are still part of this international network that's trying to sabotage the the CETA process in Europe, for example. So it's the issue here is 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 transparency, it's honesty. Indeed. Well, these are fair questions. Uh, coincidentally, that's uh, your Twitter handle. People can follow you at Fair Questions and uh, your piece. It's up at albertaoilmagazine.com. We tweeted out a link to it as well. Vivian, thanks so much for this. Uh, all the best, and uh, you know we'll, we'll follow up on this. Thanks very much, Rob. All right, appreciate it. Vivian Krause uh, joining us on the line from Vancouver. Again, albertaoilmagazine.com. Uh, you can read this piece today, The Great Green Election Machine. And it just goes through what, what Vivian herself uh, uncovered. Some of these various individuals play a role in, in different kinds of campaigns and some of these different groups that overlap and where some of this money's coming from. And, I mean, it's no secret that uh, the U.S.-based Tides Foundation, also the New Venture Fund, have bumped a lot of money to like-minded groups in Canada. A lot of that's connected to this tar sands campaign. But what else is it, is it funding? So if Lead Now is going to take credit for helping to defeat some conservative MPs in the last election, I don't think it's unfair to say, well, okay, hang on a second here, then who's, who's funding that? If progressives or environmentalists want to band together to defeat conservatives, I mean, that's, that's up to them. Uh, but I think if they're getting foreign funding, then Canadians might, might have an interest. All right, 403-974-8255 is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.